You're listening to a podcast from Riverview Church in Bowness, recorded during one of our Sunday gatherings. For more information about Riverview Church or service times or contact details, go to riverviewchurch.uk or find us on Facebook at Riverview Bowness. Really good to be home. Um, I'm going to speak just for a very short time this morning. Um, this last Sunday of 2018, it feels quite a responsibility to be doing that. Um, but I want to speak about a new hope. Now, I didn't really go to the Lord and find this um, this new hope is something to speak on myself. I was given it by Pastor Tom. <laughs> now, that was fine. <laughs> that was absolutely fine until. He started to remind me about a Star Wars film <laughs> called The New Hope. And um, I never really, I, I quite like the Star Wars f- films, um, but I'm not really that much of a follower, and David does not like them at all. <laughs> so, um, and I never remember which Star Wars film is which, so I had to go and look it up on the internet, as you do. I was shocked. There are nine Star Wars films. Oh, that's crazy. Nine, nine, nine in the series. So I've definitely missed a couple. I, I know I watched the latest one on a flight to Israel, um, but I've definitely missed a couple. But Star Wars: A New Hope is actually number four, um, and came out in 1977. I don't think he was even born then. So, oh, it's the year he was born, my goodness. I've been teaching for two years. Okay, Um, well, I I thought I need to go back and have a look at this. And and what's the storyline? Well, the storyline is this the Imperial forces, under orders from cruel Darth Vader, hold Princess Leia hostage in their efforts to quell the rebellion against the Galactic Empire. Enters Luke Skywalker. And Han Solo, played by the very dishy Harrison Ford. (laughs) So Han Solo, um, captain of the Millennium Falcon, worked together with the the companionable droids duo RT2D2. RT2D2. Can you help me with this? You might need to help me with this. So C3PO. Yeah, yeah. okay with that? Okay. I'm too, too, too. I always quite find him quite cute. <laughs> um, but they work together and they rescue the beautiful princess, help the rebel alliance, and restore freedom and justice to the galaxy. And of course, it's the movies, so it all worked out well. And they lived happily ever after until <laughs> series five. <laughs> okay, but Star Wars, A New Hope, is actually, when you look at it properly, really about the young Luke Skywalker fulfilling his destiny. He needed training and he needed to learn to trust if he was to save the universe, but it was his destiny nevertheless. And it reminds me of another story of a real superhero, which began over 2000 years ago in a stable in Bethlehem and we've just celebrated his birth. Someone with a destiny to fulfill, to save the world. Just as Luke Skywalker brought hope to the Rebel Alliance and to the galaxy in a made-up story, so has Jesus, in reality, brought hope to us all. This was his very purpose in coming. We've read it over the last couple of weeks, but Matthew 1, 21 says, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because 
he will save his people from their sins. Jesus came to this earth with the sole purpose of making a way for every one of us to be saved from death. Now, that's not the death that comes when we breathe our last on earth. It's the death that comes if you go to hell. And and there is no way out of hell once you're there. Gosh, you say, Margaret, that's a bit to the point on the last Sunday of the year, a bit brutal. But you know what? It's reality. For without Christ, death means hell. That's just what the Bible says. But, <coughs> love the buts in scripture, but, but Jesus came to save his people. He came to make a way of escape. He came to save us from sin by showing us the righteous way to live our lives because of his death and resurrection. When we give our lives to him and take Jesus Christ as our saviour and our Lord, we get new hope. New hope, we get life in abundance. John 10 and 10 says, The thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. But this is Jesus speaking. He says, I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. Now, even if you've been on your Christian journey for a week, a month, 10, 20, 70 years, it doesn't matter. This is our hope and it's always new. Jesus came to save us from sin and to show us the right way to live. Hallelujah. But more than that, as if that's not enough, more than that, he came to let us know that we're not alone in our struggle in life. Hebrews 13 and 5 tells us, because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. I thought that would have got at least a little hallelujah. (laughs) He's a God who keeps his promises. I can tell you that from experience. Even when it's tough and hard going, he will never, ever leave you or forsake you. But I think there is even more. Listen, this is, I did find this on the internet, but I was pleased to find it. Um, I, 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 I looked, because I, I was a bit thrown, you know, the Star Wars theme threw me a little bit. Um, but I, was, I, I went to uh, and looked online And I found the story of a pastor in an American church and he was having a Bible study in his church. And they were talking about what they were going to be praying for. Just as you do before, when you come to prayer, you know, who has something to to pray for? And I think it's been touched so much this morning already. We would be exactly the same. They They were talking about the current political climate and the number of people in their church who were sick and all the fears and all these things that they, they had that, there was, that was worrying them. And he said he felt it was a moment for everyone to just let go of their frustrations. But he also was a little bit worried because it felt a bit like they were swimming in darkness and they couldn't find their way out. And then a lady who'd not said anything in the study <coughs> said, well, I suppose it's a bit like in Star Wars. <laughs> There's always one, isn't there? In our assembly, there's maybe more than one, but we'll not go there. But what she really meant is that in Star Wars 4, A New Hope, there's a scene where Luke, Leia, Han and Chewbacca are being chased down the Death Star by some stormtroopers and they're cornered. I can see the people who have got that picture in their head just now and those that are doing a kind of 
But the corner, there's no way of escape until Han blasts off a bit of the wall that's a vent. And they all jump in to find they're in a sewer. Yeah. <laughs> He's really with me, isn't it? That's great. <laughs> so they've, they've all jumped into the sewer, they've landed in it, and well, they're up to their knees and well, you don't need me to tell you, do you? But, but they were together wading through it. There wasn't a much worse place to be, but they were not on their own. Yeah. And she was right. No matter how isolated or alone you feel, you are not alone. You can't muster enough love to drive out hate. Well, on your own, you're probably right. But you're not alone. You don't have a candle bright enough to make any real difference to the darkness. True, on your own. But you're not on your own. You have Jesus. But also, listen and be very clear about this. You have me, and I have you. You're not on your own. We're part of the body of Christ. When we bring our lights together, we'll be amazed at how bright that space will be then. We're in this together, church. We're community. We are church. We are the body of Christ made manifest to the world, and together we can light up Bones as we shine our light into the darkness. Imagine Star Wars reminding us of that. A hope found in a science fiction story, but look back, far more important than that is, look, we, we need to look back and remember our history and our, his, our story within history. We should remind ourselves that our faith ancestors in scripture, as well as our own Christian walk, they had dark times as well, but they survived. And their stories bring us new hope. I love scripture when I look at it and see, you know, the people who we hold up as being the most amazing people in scripture, and yet we see them at the point where they are just getting it so wrong, and yet God still has his hand on them. Pastor Rob has only been with us quite a relatively short time, but he's shared his life with us. We've heard what God has done in his life over the years. He's told us about the dark times as well as the good times. He's told us of times when he felt he got it wrong and he was disappointed in himself. But he knew he wasn't in the dark alone. If God did it for him, why would he not do it for you and for me? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Pastor Pastor Rob is a pastor and, and... And he's so much better than I am. He's so much more spiritual than I am. (laughs) Well, you're saying it's okay for him. But I'm in this dark place alone. No, you're not. That's just what Satan wants you to believe. But you're not on your own. And and God has no favourites. He's with us all exactly the same. We're not in the dark alone. We are shining our lights together. If yours, if yours gets a bit lacklustre, then mine will be there for you. Yeah. If mine flickers and loses brightness, there are all of you around me too. Even when we're in Israel, we know that you're all there for us as well. Yeah. And that's why the writer to the Hebrews says in chapter 10 and 25, let us not give up meeting together as some of them are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage 
one another. Do you realize that the word hope is mentioned 129 times in 121 verses in the Bible? Do you think it's important? Do you think someone's trying to tell us something? All these times. One of the dictionary meanings of hope is a desire of something, some good, accompanied by at least a slight expectation of obtaining it or a belief that it is obtainable. It goes on. Hope is different from wishing or desire in this, that it implies some expectation of obtaining the good desired or the possibility of possessing it. Hope, therefore, always, always, always brings us pleasure and joy. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Our hope is in him and we can expect a good outcome. It's not that we're just wishing for it and it might not come, but... It's a hope, and a hope is something that will come, or can come. We know that. We're very soon to say goodbye to 2018 and welcome in 2019. No choice in that, it's going to happen. But we can enter this new year with a new hope for the goodness of God to be with us. And also we can commit to each other as well. We're very aware just now that God is doing something new in Bones and in, in our assembly as well. But it won't be all plain sailing. Sorry to burst anyone's bubble. Were you thinking it was plain sailing, Tom? Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but the good thing for us is that God is in it. Yeah. And it's also very vital that we're in it together. Yeah. Yeah. I have your back, you have mine. I, my light is shining, but it takes yours and yours and yours and yours for it to make that strong light in the darkness to make a difference, not only to us as individuals, but to our families, to our church family, to our town, and even to our nation and beyond. At which point I'll remind you to pray for Israel. Um, Adam Erickson says, you know what I'm realizing more and more? We carry a light, but that light is the light of God. The light that lights our way forward always comes in new and refreshing ways. It comes as a new hope of justice and love. So, Church of God, here in Bowness, let's face 2019 with the new hope that Jesus is always with us and that we are in it together, no matter what, shining our lights together and bringing God's light into this dark world. Amen. Amen.